Bibles to Isaiah chapter 54, verse 1. We know our bishop said this is a year of breakout. We're breaking out. 2016 is your breakout year. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, say it's my breakout year. Glory to God. So Isaiah 54, 1, it says, Sing, O barren, thou that didst not hear, break forth or break out into singing and cry aloud. That's what we did this today. We broke out into singing. Thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, said the Lord. In other words, we are the children of the desolate. In verse 2, he says, Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. Oh, Enlarge the place of thy tent. Somebody's getting a new house in here. Come on, I just heard that. Somebody's getting a new house this year. Start believing for it. Start believing for it. Make sure that's on your list. Amen. He said, enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords. And strengthen thy stakes. He said, get ready to be stretched. Get ready for a bigger tent. <laughs> and don't spare anything. Don't spare anything. Don't spare anything. Because why? God said, I got this. God says, I got this. I'm not talking from my notes. God says, I got this. Hallelujah. 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 So he's saying, he said, don't just believe me for the house. Believe me for the furniture. Glory to God. Leave me for the landscaping perfectly done. And somebody to take care of the landscaping that you don't have to pay for. Come on, that's what he's saying right now. He said, believe me for everything concerning that house. Everything. Everything down to the minutest detail how you even want your kitchen to look. Oh, shake. Lift your hands and be appreciative. Yeah, Maggie, go and receive that, Maggie. Go ahead, receive that. 
Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Glory to your name, O Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, everything remodeled, everything brand new. Come on. Oh, shake it, mama, shata. Glory, hallelujah. Stretch yourself. Start believing God for more. Okay, Lord. Some of y'all thinking too small. God is bigger than that. You're thinking too small. Father, we thank you. Stretch us, Lord. Teach us how to dream. Teach us how to dream. Teach us go, how to go beyond. Go to that exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Hallelujah. Okay, let's get back to my message. Verse 3. For thou shalt break forth or break out on the right hand and on the left and said thy seed, talking about Jesus, shall inherit the Gentiles, that's you and I, and make the desolate cities to be what? Inhabited. So once again, he's not just talking to the Jews, he's talking to us, spiritual Israel, because we are spiritual Jews, and now we're the members of the family of God. Tell you, you are a member of the family of God. Verse 4, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. How many children of God we have in here? Well, it says, all my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of my children. And we know that word peace is the Hebrew word shalom, and it means health and prosperity. So it says, great shall be the health and prosperity of my children. Somebody say, I'll take that. Glory to God. Verse 14 in righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, and thou shalt not fear. From, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. In other words, don't be worried about a terrorist attack. Because why? He says, whatever they do, it shall not come near you. Let me say it again. Whatever they do, it shall not come near you. Verse 15, behold, they shall, gather, they, shall, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee, whosoever shall gather together against thee, shall what? Shall fall for whose sake? He says, Behold, I've created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, for I have created the waster to destroy. Then he said to you in 2016, somebody say, I'm taking that right now. He said to you in 2016, no weapon that is formed against you shall what? Prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment, he said, you shall what? You shall condemn and show to be in the wrong. Come on, he said, you shall condemn it. In other words, you're going to open up your mouth and condemn it. Why? Because this is the heritage 
of the servants of the Lord and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Then we know Jerry Savelle said it's going to be the year of the great breaking loose. And we're looking for extraordinary things that are taking place in the heavenlies in 2016. And we're going to see more and more notable miracles. We're going to see more and more signs and wonders. We're going to see more and more angelic visitations. We're going to see more and more instant healings. We're going to see more and more deliverance from demonic activity. And we're going to see more and more financial breakthroughs so that we can do more for the kingdom of God. Somebody say, I'll take that. Then the Lord said, during this great breaking loose, the enemy will no longer be able to hold back that house you're believing for. That car you're believing for. Come on, that new position you're believing for. He will no longer be able to hold back that which his faithful ones have stood in faith for, not even the things that look as though they would never come to pass. And it's going to cause those things we've been standing in faith for to break loose suddenly in such a way that no one will be able to deny the greatness of your God. Then he said we're going to be rewarded. We're going to be rewarded beyond our highest expectation and we shall abound in blessings as never before. And then we receive the word from the prophet of God, Kenneth Copeland, which I'm going to see this week. That this is going to be the year of the great let your faith fill in the blanks. In other words, whatever your faith and your heart can believe, you're going to have it in 2016. He said, whatever. What'd that do? That just took the limits off everything. Come on. And then he said, don't start putting things on your list that are possible. He said, step out there. He said, step out there. Come on, say, I'm stepping out there this year. Come on, say, say, I'm believing God for more. 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 Bigger things. Because he's a big God. Hallelujah. Then he said, get in my word. He said, step out in faith. He said, the Lord is going to show you his grace in 2016. He said, let me manifest myself in your life in the land of the living. Another way he said, I want others to see what I'm doing in your life. He said, I want them to see, I want them to see me, me manifest in the land of the living. He said, when you get through a 2016... You're going to have a testimony. You're going to have a testimony. Come on, this is what God's saying. You're going to have a testimony. In other words, God's going to do something this year to give you a testimony. Come on, say amen, somebody. But once again, how does faith come? By hearing and hearing what? By the word of God. That means hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Faith doesn't come by what you heard. It comes by what you continue to hear. And I'm not going to let you drop this word for you in 2016. I'm going to keep reminding you of what God said. Turn to Isaiah 43, 19. Isaiah 43, 19. 
You're not going to drop this. Isaiah 43:19. What is God saying? He said, "Behold, I will do a new thing." Now. I will do a new thing. Now. Somebody say now. Come on, say I'm receiving it. He says, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In other words, it's not something that's new in the earth. It's just something that's new to you. God's going to do something new in your individual life and family that you have never seen before. Somebody say, I'll take that. Glory to God. Now turn with me to Romans chapter 4 verse 16. Romans 4, verse 16. Romans 4, 16. Notice what it says here. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by what? Grace. Once again, it didn't say it is of grace that it might be by faith. We know everything we heard in 2016 is going to be by the grace of God. But the only way you're going to access it is by faith. You have to activate your faith like never before this year. And how does faith come? By what? But turn to the scripture. I want you to get your eyes on it. I know you can quote it. <laughs> Glory to God. But sometimes you need to put your eyes on the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Just let me know. I come bless your house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. If you want to, you can put a prophet's quarter on the end of it. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. You might be one of those remote islands out there. You know, you never know. He said, take the limits off. He said, whatever. Okay, all right. So then faith come up by hearing, and hearing by the what? Word of God. Faith come up by what? Hearing. Well, once again, what did God tell Joshua? Go to Joshua 1.8. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. That word come up means continuously. Faith continuously comes by what? Hearing. Joshua 1.8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. So I have to meditate the word. How often? Day and night. In other words, I'm always thinking about what did the Lord say he's going to do in my life in 2016. I'm meditating this. Come on, I'm meditating this. Tell your neighbor, you're meditating this. Then I'm hearing scriptures relating to what I'm believing God for for the year 2016, but I have to have scriptures on it. But I have to have scriptures on it. See, faith doesn't come by hearing what you think you should receive. 
Come on. Faith comes by hearing and meditating on what the Lord said in his word that I'm going to have an experience in 2016. Amen. But what's the rest of the scripture say? That thou mayest what? Observe to do according to all that is written there. In other words, he's talking about the written word. So when I meditate on the written word and I observe it, amen, it propels me to step out and do it. Then he says, for then, talking about me, for then thou shall make thy way what? Prosperous. And then thou, talking about you and me, shall have what? Good success. So when I spend time in the word of God, to see if it's God's will for me to have what I have on my list. We read where God said, meditate it until faith comes. Meditate until what? Faith comes. And faith comes by hearing, hearing the what? Word of God that you're meditating on. And what will happen as you're meditating and meditating and meditating the written word of God, you receive one of those suddenlies that Bishop was talking about. Suddenly, you begin to hear from heaven directly concerning that promise, and your faith will go to a whole new level in God. Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on, I'm talking about that rhema word that comes straight from God, what it's going to do, it's going to paint a picture on the inside of you. So clear. I mean, you see it happen in your life in the spirit before it even happens in the natural. Come on, say, I'm going to see it. You'll see the manifestation of it on the inside, and it'll be so real that you'll start rejoicing, and ain't nobody got to tell you to rejoice. Come on, say amen, somebody. Why? Because it's real on the inside. Because it's what? Real on the inside. And when it's real on the inside, guess what? Suddenly start happening on the outside. Start meditating. Meditate on these prophecies, folks. Start meditating on the scriptures you lined up with the, with the, with the list that you filled out. I hope y'all ain't playing with this thing. Amen? And watch things start to happen. Watch suddenly start to appear and manifest. Watch more signs, more wonders, more miracles. Watch yourself break out like you've never broken out before. Amen? Now go back to Romans 4.16. Come on, say this is my breakout year. Romans 4.16. Note what it says again. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. In other words, faith is needed to access what grace has provided. Let me say it again. Faith is needed to access what grace has provided to the end. In other words, there's a reason or purpose for all this. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed not to only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who was a father of us all. Come, he's talking about the natural seed Israel and the spiritual seed, which is us. Go to Galatians 3.29. 
That's what it says in Galatians 3.29. Therefore, it's a faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. All the seed. Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm one of those seeds. Abraham and, and Galatians 3.29 says, if you be Christ, are you Christ? If you be Christ, then are you what? Come on, say, I'm Abraham's seed. But then he goes on and says, because you're Abraham's seed, you are heirs according to the what? Promise. The Good News translation reads it this way. If you belong to Christ, then you are descendants of Abraham and will receive what God has promised. And you will what? Receive what God, come on, are you ready to receive what God has promised you? Come on, but how are you going to access it? By what? Faith. So there's a part that you have to play in receiving what God has promised in 2016. You have to activate your access key. And you activate it by what? Meditating and saying. Meditating and saying. Meditating and saying. Meditating and saying. What happened? Faith will come. And then hearing will come and bam, suddenly will start to, be, suddenly will, will start to begin to appear. Come on, say amen, somebody. Why? Because meditation stretches you. Let me say that again. Meditation stretches you. Come on, you with me out here. It stretches your capacity to receive what God has promised you. So we meditate. And what? Meditate. And what? Meditate until what? Until faith comes. And it's not a feeling. Come on, say amen, somebody. It's a knowing. It's a knowing that you know, 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 that you know. I don't have to see it. I know that I got what God promised me. Come on. It's not physical sense. It's a spiritual sense. And we're going to talk about that today. But turn to Mark eleven twenty two again. Mark eleven twenty two. 22. Glory to God. Come on. This is your year. Come on, say, this is my year. <laughs> Things are turning around for me. Mark eleven twenty two. Glory to God. I don't know what's going to happen next Sunday. You know. I come back from Kennecopen. You don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus answered, said unto them, what? Have faith in God. Have what? Faith in God. See, when your faith is active and you know you heard from God, you will have words to say. So in verse 21, he said, Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. What things soever you desire. What things soever you desire. 
<laughs> what things forever you desire. Well, how much can you desire? I mean, how much can you desire? He said, what things forever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you might have them. Maybe you'll get it someday. He said, what? You shall have them. Believe that you receive means take it. Somebody say take it. So he said, take it and have it. Take it and what? Have it. And one, what we said last week, have is one of the most powerful words in the Bible. He says, have faith in God. He said, you shall have what you say. When your faith is active and you hear from heaven and heaven gives you words to say and you say those words, what are you doing? You're taking it and you have it. You're what? Taking it and to have it. We'll go to Acts 16, 16. Let's begin to line everything up with the word of God. Because once again, faith comes by hearing the written word of God and the rhema word from heaven so that we can have something to say. So that we can have what? Something to say. And when we say what God says, guess what? Miracles. Signs. The miraculous. Supernatural. Starts to happen. Because why? Everything, everything God says comes to pass. Hallelujah. Acts 16, 16. It says, And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by what? Soothsaying. And the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Now, we're talking about, and we heard there's going to be more and more deliverance from demonic activity. Right? But notice what she was saying in verse 17, because on the outside, it looks like it's all right. I mean, she said, these men are the servants of the Most High God. Come on, were they the servants of the Most High God? Yes. Then she said, they show us the way of salvation. Once again, isn't that what they were doing? Isn't that what they were anointed to do? Yes. But understand something. Listen to me now. Now God's talking to you. Some of the things you're going to encounter this year, a lot of times, it's only going to be spiritually discerned. Meaning, the only way you're going to find out, come on, that there's something wrong with this picture is by the Holy Ghost. By the gift of discerning the spirits. Because why? On the outside, it's going to seem like they're all right. On the outside, their talk is going to sound all right. And in some cases, it's going to make a lot of sense. But this is the great year breaking loose. 
and a great year or more manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit, that means you're going to spiritually, you're going to spiritually discern some things that you can't see in the natural. Keep a marker here and go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Once again, you're going, what? you're going to spiritually discern some things that you can't see in the natural. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. What's it say? Are you there? It says, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But look at this now. Somebody say, I'll take that. He's saying here, there are some things that you can't see with your natural eye. There are some things that you cannot hear with your natural ear. Then he said, there are some things in people's heart that you have no idea is there just by looking at them. Look at verse 10. It says, but God has revealed them, by, uh, revealed them unto us by his what? Spirit. Who's going to reveal them? Who's going to reveal them? But how is he going to reveal those things the natural eye can't see? By his spirit. How is he going to reveal what the natural ear can't hear? By his spirit. How is he going to reveal what's in a person's heart? Or we can say, what is their ulterior motive? By his what? Spirit. So he goes on to say, for the spirit searches all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. And God knows all things. But he's saying, by the Holy Ghost in us. We can tap into God's supernatural source of information. Let me say it again. By the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, we can tap into what? And tap into God's supernatural source of information. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the what? But the Spirit of God, he said, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but what have we received? We received the Spirit, which is what? Of God. Amen. But why did God give us the Spirit? So that we may know. That we may what? Know the things that are freely given to us of God so that we may know some things that we can't see, that we may know some things that we can't hear. Come on, that we may know some things that we can't discern in the natural. It's been freely given to us by God. Somebody say, I'll take that. And I'll have that. Verse 13, with things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Hasha. Doing what? Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. See, the natural man won't have a clue of what the Holy Ghost is showing or revealing to you. Won't have a clue. 
Because why? It's going to be spiritual, not natural. Verse 14, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are what? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because why? This is key. They are what? They are spiritually discerned. What's he saying? God is going to reveal some things to you in the spirit. That the natural man will not understand. In other words, they won't understand why you turned down that offer. They won't understand why you didn't take that position or sign that contract. They want to understand why you left their crazy butt. Come on, say amen, somebody. Come on, because what? God reveals some things to you that can only be spiritually deserved. Verse 15, but he that is spiritual does what? Judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. So that means you need to be more spiritual this year. And judging things by the spirit. Come on, bypassing your head and your natural reasoning and always checking down here. Always checking your spirit. Come on, is this all right? Should I go with him? Should I get on this plane? Let me check my spirit before I make the final decision. Because why? We just read by the Holy Spirit in us, we can tap into God's supernatural source of information. But once again, it's going to be by faith. It's going to be what? By faith. See, I got to meditate on this. And I got to meditate on this. So why? So that I can bypass my natural reasoning or natural reasoning and I can enter into his spiritual understanding. Come on, are you with me out here? Matter of fact, I got to meditate on the Colossians prayer. Go to Colossians 1.9. This is something I got to meditate on. Every day. Every day. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. He says, but this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be what? Filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And this is what I'm praying. This is what I'm meditating on that I might be filled with the knowledge of his will concerning the person or the situation and all wisdom, knowing how to handle it, and all spiritual understanding, seeing what the natural eye cannot see, hearing what the natural ear cannot hear, and spiritually discerning what a, what's in that person's heart that I don't see in the natural. Amen? So this is what I'm meditating on, that I'm filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom 
and spiritual understanding that are filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now go back to Acts 16, 17. Let's read that again. Acts 16, 17. Are you still with me out here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Acts 16, 17. Once again, the same followed Paul, 17, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God. Will show, us, will show unto us the way of salvation. And it says in verse 18, And this did she, how many days? Many days. But it says, But Paul, being grieved. Being what? In other words, He's judging things by his spirit. And something wasn't right in his spirit about this woman. Let me say it again. He's judging things by his what? He bypasses it because everything she's saying was true. So now he's checking his spirit, says something's wrong with this picture. Come on, say amen, somebody. Listen, don't you ever ignore When somebody's dealing, or the Holy Spirit's dealing with you, and you know something's wrong with this, don't you ever ignore that. Tell your neighbor, don't you ever ignore that. So he turned and said to the Spirit, why? This was spiritually discerned. He had no other way to know that this woman was not of God. So he says, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out, what? The same hour. But notice, let's look at this now. It says, he said, in the name of Jesus, come out of her, and he came out the same hour. Notice, it was a he. It was a what? He. So what was prompting her to say those things was a he. But he was in disguise. Because all Paul saw was her. Come on, anybody with me in here? But the Holy Spirit revealed that to Paul. That it was the he that was behind all this. And that he didn't want to go immediately. Because it says that he came out the same hour. Not second. Not minute. Not immediately. Not instantly. It says the same hour. So he's fighting to stay in her. But the Holy Ghost gave Paul something to say. Oh, y'all hear me in here. The Holy Ghost gave Paul something to say. Come on. What did he give Paul to say? I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And that's all he said. He didn't get in there and say, oh, come out now and all that, you know, like we do. You know, we, we, we spent 20 minutes trying to say, come out. All Paul said, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. He didn't say anything else. And he went about his business. Why? Because the words he received from heaven was not going to return void of power. 
and they were going to prosper in that which he sent it. Come on, say amen, somebody. This is why I got to be more spiritual this year. That's why I got to get in my word more. That's why I got to pray in the Holy Ghost more. And I got to listen to check my spirit more this year. Because why? We're going to see more and more deliverance from demonic activity on your job. In your business. On the street. Wherever you are. Come on, God's going to show you some things that you don't see in the natural, but you're going to see it in the spirit. You're going to what? Spiritually discern some things. So let's keep reading. Verse 19. And when the masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas, drew them in the marketplace unto the rulers, and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. Now, didn't we just read the natural man could, would not be able to understand what's going on because they are spiritually discerned? Because they're what? Spiritually discerned? Listen, this is something you have to be prepared for. Say it again. This is something you have to be prepared for. Why? Not everyone's going to understand what God is showing you. And they may come against you. Oh, I'm preaching good in here. You may be put in a tight situation as a result of doing what the Holy Ghost told you to do. And in natural, it will look like you're in a whole bunch of trouble. Come on, say amen, somebody. So it says in verse 22, and the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrate rent off their clothes, tore their clothes off and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charged in the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Now I'm not saying you're going to be beat down, stripped and beat down. But it will sure feel like it. I'm not saying you're going to be thrown into prison. But it will seem like you're in prison from the way they treat you. I'm not saying that your feet are actually literally going to be fast in stocks. But it, will, it may seem like you're so shackled. And you can't move. And you can't go anywhere. Come on, you feel bound with no way out. Because why? All because you were doing the right thing. You were doing what the Holy Ghost told you to do. Say amen, somebody. And you're asking yourself, why don't they see that? Why don't they see it and leave me alone? They're not going to see it. Because the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are what? Spiritually discerned. So now that they're, now, now that they're in this situation, Paul and Silas, what's going to be their response? What would be your response? Don't begin spiritual because you know the story. 
<laughs> Y'all know the story. Oh, I would praise God. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would give God glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it says, and at midnight, and at what? Midnight. Paul and Silas did what? Prayed. Listen, they didn't murmur and complain. They, listen, they did what spiritual folk do when faced with a situation like this. The first thing they do is they inquire of the Lord. They do what? Inquire of the Lord. That's what, listen, they got over into the spirit. And they sang what? Praises unto God. You better be in the spirit. You're talking about singing praises unto God. But I believe the Holy Ghost told them to sing praises unto God so that others could be a witness to the miraculous deliverance of their God. Because it says, and the prisoners heard them. Well, keep a marker there and go to Ephesians 5.15. What does Ephesians 5.15 tell us? What's it tell us to do in these evil times we live in? Because what Paul and Silas were experiences were straight up evil, folks. They're straight up what? Evil. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as what? Wise, doing what? Redeeming the time because of what? The days are evil. He said, Wherefore be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Understand, in other words, understanding if you're doing what God calls you to do, everything's going to be all right. I have to understand that. Come on, say amen, somebody. It's going to be what? All right. Verse 18. And be oh she mama can de ki ko ma ha se ke na da ba sha ya da ma ha se ki ko ma sha ta ta ha ma 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 ha ya bo pi ka. And be not a sipping saint. That's what it says here. <laughs> be not a sipping saint. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but by what? But be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with what? Spirit. How do I keep myself filled with the Spirit when I'm being stripped and beat down and it seems like everything is going crazy? How do I keep myself filled with the Spirit when I feel like I'm in prison and it seems like I'm shackled down with nowhere to go? I can't move. How do I get into the spirit and bypass this natural, very real situation? He says, verse 19, speaking to yourself and psalms and hymns and what? Spiritual songs. Singing 
and making melody in your heart to who? To the Lord. Verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, I'm singing and thinking him and, and, and putting me, I'm listen, let me get the right. I'm not singing and thinking him for putting me in the situation. What am I doing? I'm singing and thanking him because I know I'm coming out. Say, I'm coming out. Go back to Acts 16, 25. Acts 16, 25. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, 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 amen. Acts 16, 25 reads, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners, what? Heard them. In other words, they didn't do this in secret. When something is in you, it can't do anything but come out of you. So this isn't something you just work up when you're in trouble. Like I talked about last week, you know, I had a hard time getting the men to give God praise. This is not something you work up when you're in trouble, folks. See, I'm pretty sure Paul and Silas constantly, throughout their walk with the Lord, were speaking to themselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in the hearts of the Lord. Even when it came to praying, it wasn't something that they just did when they were in trouble. Luke 18.1. It wasn't something they just did when they were in trouble, folks. And that's what happens a lot of times. People only want to praise God when they're in trouble. People only want to pray when they're facing a situation. Luke 18.1. What does Jesus say? He spake a parable unto them to the sin. That men, do I have any men in the house? It didn't even say women. And all the brothers? It said men ought always to pray and not to what? Think. Listen, we need more men praying. We need more men praying at early morning prayer quicker. Oh. <laughs> but I thank God for those that do come to early morning prayer. And we, but we need more men praying. See, most of the time, you know, I, not all the time, not all the time, but most of the time, you don't have to tell women to pray. Even though sometimes early morning prayer, the men outnumber the women. I'm talking about the one that actually come to the building. Not the ones on the prayer line that won't get out the bed and come to the building. Come on. Amen. But they constantly prayed, folks. They didn't wait till they got in a situation to pray. They didn't wait until they got in a situation to give God praise and start singing melodies in their heart to the Lord. But go back to Acts 16.25.
That's why, like I said, a lot of times you tell on yourself. Because if you can't praise God in here, if you can't lift up your hands in here, we know what you're doing out there. Or we know what you're not doing out there. Acts 16, 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, and they sang praises unto God. And the what? Prisoners heard them. And Bishop told us, we must not be ashamed to let the world know who our God is. Because why? The Islamists are certainly not ashamed to tell you that they are Muslim, who their God is, and they pray five times a day. Come on. They will stop anywhere at a certain time, pull out their little mat, ain't thinking about you, ain't worried about you, don't care what you think, don't care what you say, and they will pray. Matter of fact, they're having problems in Dearborn, Michigan now, which you have the largest population of Muslim in the United States. Because why? They were put on their loudspeakers and called people to pray. When we was in South Africa, at noon, that's all you heard. They put on their loudspeakers and they would play their stuff and didn't worry about the government or anybody else. They even, they even have an app. They have an app that alerts them at a certain time to pray. Men and women, why should you be ashamed to pray in public and sing praises unto God? We shouldn't be ashamed to let the world know who we stand for. And like Bishop said, we know there's only one God. There's only one person that was raised from the dead. Come on, say amen, somebody. And we should be willing to tell the world, come on, wherever we go, that Jesus is Lord in 2016. And it doesn't matter if you're in a schoolhouse or a jailhouse. We ought to be willing to let the world know who our God is. Say amen, somebody. So they prayed, and they sang praises unto God, and if you're one that prays and sing praises unto God, what happened to them is going to happen to you. Let me say it again. If you're one that prays and sing praises unto God, what happened to them is going to happen to you. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. In other words, meaning one, one, things were one way one second and suddenly everything was changed to your favor. And Bishop told us, it may look like it may never change, but suddenlies are coming your way in 2016. Come on, suddenlies are coming your way in 2016. So he said, don't be moved by what you see with your physical eyes. And don't be moved by what you hear with your physical ears. And don't be moved by what you feel in the natural. With God, all the work the devil spent 20 years doing to you, 
all the work the devil spent 20 years tormenting you can be reversed in one single second. Somebody say, I'll take that. By what? By the power of God. So suddenly there was a what? Great earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose and the keeper of the prison waking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had fled, had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm for we are all here. Paul went on and preached the gospel and the church was born in that jailhouse. Paul and Silas were broken out of prison by the Holy Ghost. 2016 is going to be a year of breaking out of seemingly impossible situations. You didn't hear what I just said. Come on, it's going to be here a breaking out of seemingly impossible situations. Hallelujah. 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 Suddenly that bill was paid. Suddenly my child was delivered and came back home raising up holy hands saying, Jesus is Lord. Come on now. Suddenly are going to happen in your life. What you thought would never happen. What did God say? He said it's going to come to pass. Those things that you thought was impossible, you're going to get a suddenly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it don't matter what it looks like in the natural. No matter what you're hearing in the natural. Ha-ha. He said it's going to be spiritually discerned. I'm going to know by my spirit. Come on, suddenly. 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 Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. Ah, just like they let you go, suddenly you'll get a new job. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, say suddenly. Come on, you're breaking out of seemingly impossible situations come on you're breaking out in seemingly impossible situations glory to God hallelujah you thought you would never come out of debt you thought you would be in debt for the rest of your life you had no idea how you gonna pay all that money back but you're about to get a
Come on, I'm getting a Saturday. Ha-ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Come on, anybody take that. Come on, say, I take it and I have it. Hallelujah. 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 Suddenly. It was one way, suddenly. It's a whole new way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I just said, you're going to go to bed feeling the pain. Suddenly, that pain's going to be gone. Hallelujah. 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 Suddenly, physical manifestations in your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm talking about that thing that the doctor said would you be dealing with the rest of your life. God said, I'm going to give you a suddenly. <laughs> Glory to God. Come on, God's giving you something to say. Say suddenly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you glory. Oh, we receive it, Lord. We receive it, Lord. We receive it, Lord. Ha shekin. Ha ha shekin, Lord, oh my mama. Ha 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 shekin, Lord, oh my mama. It doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it sounds like. Jay mama kanana be cool to shekin. Ha ha. Oh, my mama. It doesn't matter what they say. 